Looks like NZR has some plans to stream some games itself. In April, New Zealand Rugby made IP filings for, among other things, broadcasting rugby matches and streaming live sports events. They've also bought the website nzrplus.co.nz and there's speculation that they're going to follow the lead of other sports overseas and start broadcasting games to fans directly. Now, Duncan Grieve broke the story on the spin-off and he's with us now. Hey, Duncan. Kilda. So what do you reckon? What do you reckon? Do we do we go to NZR, we pay a little fee to watch the game and they'll bring it to us? Well, I spoke to New Zealand Rugby and uh, they would only sort of say that the, the, their initial plans are for a fan platform and that they have no intention of charging for games in the immediate term. But I think it's that immediate term that is the, the telling part because the, the current deal with Sky runs through the end of 2025 and at that point they would have the ability, if they wish, to to start selling them direct to fans. And that could just be here or that you know that could be overseas and, and stays, stays with Sky here. So there's a lot of water to fill under the bridge. But if you look at what their sort of investors in Silver Lake have done overseas, it's exactly this kind of a playbook. So um, the, the deal that they have with Sky prohibits them from doing this at the moment? Yeah, they don't currently have the rights to, to, to stream games in New Zealand. So they've been at, at pains to say this is about sort of you know, behind the scenes content, you know, maybe training sessions, that kind of thing. But there is a, a big trend worldwide towards teams and leagues selling, you know, cutting out the broadcaster or at least um, selling, you know, almost in competition with the broadcaster uh, sports games direct to fans and just trying to keep more of the income themselves. And and like I said, that the Silver Lake, who you remember that big stoush about yeah. their investment in New Zealand rugby, Last year, this is their playbook. They've done it with Man City. They've done it with the New York Knicks and uh, and with the UFC, which all of which they also invest into. And so, and even when they do that, they call it the name of the league or the team plus. So even down to the naming, it's sort of a pretty big clue. And how's it worked out? For, how's it worked out for Man City and and, the, uh, and everybody else who's done it? Yeah, I mean, these are privately held companies, so I don't think they release the, the, the sort of figures, but you kind of only have to, to look at the way that that segment of the market has grown. Um, you know, and you see it as well with the likes of, you know, Disney Plus as, as direct-to-consumer, where, where previously they might have sold through a cable company. So this is a global mega trend that's been enabled by the internet, and it's really more of a when than an if that this will happen, mm. but I think the the big change for that, that probably Sky and Sky and its investors are thinking about is would would it be an and or an or an or and I'd probably err on the side of they would like to retain you know they'd like to have the ability to sell this potentially actually just overseas because the the hard thing would be if they were just doing it themselves would they become the broadcaster and would you enjoy watching an All Blacks game if it was people played by paid by the All Blacks to to do the commentary, you know, like, well, how's the milk song going to be <laughs> How described? would that be any different, Duncan, from what it is right now? You know, it's not a crazy question, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it seems to me that this is really pitching at an international audience who probably love the idea of watching the All Blacks, right, because it's such a big brand, but actually can't find it on their local channels. I think that's almost certainly, the, at the very least, the initial uh, sort of proposal, because, they're, you know, this is a, a global brand, a beloved one, but really, rugby is only a, a big sort of, uh, you know, commodity in, in markets like France, the UK, and Australia, where where you might have enough uh, All Black fans that the rights are, are heavily contested. But you know, it's a it's a big world, and if you can create a product that can sell into the, some of these smaller markets and start to get revenue out of there that you're currently just sort of 
leaving on the table. That's probably the, the best immediate term outcome for uh, for New Zealand rugby. And Sky will just, you know, because this is almost existential for them, they'll pay, as you saw last time, they gave away some equity in the company. So they're, yeah. they're likely to get a very strong bid again. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that, Duncan. I mean, if you were in charge of Sky right now, you'd be wanting, you'd be wondering if it's just time to pack up shop, right, and 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 shut the doors because you've got all of the um the entertainment companies starting to sell their stuff to Netflix, Netflix buying all of that stuff, and then you've got the sport disappearing, which was the last thing that they had. What do they have if both of those disappear? It's pretty hard. I mean, Sky has always been a brilliant. It's done two things brilliantly. You know, it's it's bought the rights to a huge amount of uh, sports and entertainment and news and then it's had a fantastic marketing machine and a technology piece to put that in people's homes and for a long time that was a very profitable business but as you say that's been eroded by the way rights have become increasingly expensive just as the ability to sort of monetize that has, has gone away a bit so they are in a bit of a tough position I think you know they are starting to sort of turn it around and have got better um, internet delivered products, but they are in a bit of a squeeze because they really don't own a lot of um, of rights or make a lot of television themselves. So, you know, it's, it's a tough situation to be in. And I think compromises like the one that you saw where, where they did give up some equity in the company to New Zealand Rugby might be part of the way forward where they actually have an ownership stake in Sky, which, which helps keep mm-hmm. them locked in. Yeah, Duncan, thanks for running us through that. Um, really appreciate it. This Duncan Grieve of the Spinoff, the Spinoff's founder who, who broke that story. For more from Heather Duplessis Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4 p.m. weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.